I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV's podcast, 430's After Show. I gotta cut that one out early. My voice is cracking a little. Terror Bear's getting over some... Uh, Puberty. Puberty. Getting over some puberty, are you? <laughs> yes, finally. I'm going to be a man someday. And uh, and get over bronchitis, presumably. It's, uh, I think the cough started almost exactly a week ago to the day. It got progressively worse, very unproductive for a couple days. Coughed my way through the weekend to my entire body was just sore, and I got a headache. And then, of course, I go to the doctor yesterday for... It feels like what's now the very tail end of it, so... On the mend, I've been sick a lot lately, and uh, it's funny because I I don't think of you traditionally as like a person who got sick. Yeah, but lately. but lately over the last year or so, I think I feel like you're kind of a whiny little bitch. Like you're <laughs> yeah. sick a lot, I, I and know. I always hear about it. It's so weird with <laughs> with those uh, f- fifty different uh, flights that I've been on, and uh, yeah, st- stupid three. I think or four you'd be like super immune. Twenty nine different states or whatever. Yeah, uh, no, it's. I don't know. I can't blame travel. In fact, my sleeping patterns have been a little more than maybe my body's out of whack because it's like you're getting too much sleep. You're actually getting seven or eight hours in a night. I I don't know what it's been, but I, I feel like I'm now pretty much on the mend. So, yeah, some sunshine. That wouldn't be a bad idea either. You'll get that this weekend, right? You'll be out there? Uh, yeah, this uh, this weekend hosting the Cold Turkey 17 uh, powered by Innova. And... Um, we're looking at temps in the mid to high 40s, and let's just hope the, uh, the the possibility of rain on Saturday afternoon, either it comes in late or it doesn't come in at all. But yeah, looking forward to it. 17th uh, uh, annual event. The one time I did have to miss it, even though I had it scheduled, was when I had uh, been brought to Australia and the event was already scheduled. Mm-hmm. So Tom McManus had stepped up and uh, took the reins for the weekend, but... 
super excited. I think I have officially 143 people, um, 71 on Saturday and 72 on Sunday. Plus, then we're doing a flex start on Saturday, which has about 20 people signed up on a different course. Um, really have spot for one more woman is all that remains. Now, if that's going to be an FPO woman, we'll have three FPOs and one advanced woman. Or if an advanced woman signs up, we'll have two FPO and two advanced women. I set aside dozens of spots for weeks. They're going to go unfilled, it looks like. So uh, that's what we're down to. Um, but yeah, looking forward to it. And, and, and there'll be free beer. It, so wait. Not, only, not only will there be lunch that's uh, partially sponsored by our friend Dan Harbeck, the super smashy, uh, pizza lunch will be provided both days to our competitors. And then if you come over to the award ceremony like less than a mile away, the uh, the bartender, or the, I'm sorry, the bar owner now, has said, uh, this isn't exclusive, I haven't announced this yet, he said the first beer's on him. So, seems like a pretty good uh, reason, even if you just come over and get a free beer. Just one free beer. You took last. Get your, you already got a great player pack. You already got a great lunch. You already got two rounds of golf. Get yourself a free beer. And then go home and cry. <laughs> you took last. I mean, granted, you could probably cry into your beer. That's true. I mean, you could get there, have, you know, s- nurse your beer and cry, uh-huh. complain to all your other competitors who beat you. Oh, I just, uh, just so you know, ways. it just wasn't oh. my day. I woke up this morning and like my shoulder thing, you know, yeah. and just I can't. Oh, God. Oh, if I would have just made those like nine birdie putts That's from right. 38 feet. Weren't for oh, the trees, like I'd have been right there. Yeah. So, yes, looking forward to this weekend and the cold turkey 17. We're going to have the afternoon round, the final round uh, on Saturday afternoon will be filmed. Um, so we'll have some one round of coverage that. And thank you to everyone that was a digital birdie or digital par or a uh, Halo disc purchase sponsor uh, of the event, along with Dan Harbeck, who. Uh, stepped up big time to be a uh, huge lunch sponsor. So looking forward to that. Good. It'll, it'll be a good time. And once again, I'll miss it. Yes, yeah, so that's why it'll be a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're, we've had 17. This will be 17 of them without you. Didn't I go to one? Yeah, let's hope not. I think I did go to one really? of the cold turkeys. You might have. Uh, fun fact. Cold turkey when... Uh, Thinking about it many years ago, and this is when I used to run 10, 15, 20 tournaments in a given year, uh, about half sanctioned, half not, just due to the nature or the style, a lot of doubles tournaments, some glow tournaments. Did you ever do a cold turkey at Beaver Dam? I did not. I did the random beaver roundup at Beaver Dam. Okay. Uh, the very first cold turkey was uh, held at Parkside. I think Parkside. I did two there, then went to Dretzka, mm-hmm. then maybe Brown Deer, uh, something like that. And then... Eventually, Gray Fox was designed and developed by me, and it's been there ever since. Um, fun fact, though, PDJ Tour Director at the time shot down my initial name for the cold turkey. <laughs> he was not having it when I thought of two days after Thanksgiving, thought of festivities, I, eating. Uh, well, he wasn't well, a fan of sloppy seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Because it, it wasn't that was shot down. Sloppy seconds. Can you believe this? I, I, I uh, protest, I, rage. You guys should rage right now. Yes, the, 
which is funny um, <laughs> because there are a few event names out there that are a little questionable. Uh, there's some entendres and yes. and, uh, yeah, and some implied. So for for any of you out there, you, the, the the term sloppy seconds is open. You know, uh, well, it, pro- it it's a different time. It may or may not get shot down here. Uh, Seven. That, that's what I'm saying. Later. Yeah, it's an open option now because you have the cold turkey. Yeah, but sloppy seconds is is right there. So, uh, Spock says the random beaver roundup sounds like my twenties. Uh, that is a really fun event as well. As Johnny just mentioned, there's a city in the dead, almost dead center. Well, a little south, south. Dead, south center of of within Wisconsin. Super south short, central, super, what we call it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> super short, super fun course in in Wisconsin, and uh, it's called it's in Beaver Dam. That's the name of the town, town of a few thousand people, and it's in Beaver Dam. And um, it's a pitch and putt course. Yeah, every like old super birdie. There's two holes that really aren't a. a, a a, a, a gimme a, a give me part two and um, <laughs> not a part two but and part in hosting a doubles a three round doubles event that included uh tough shot alternate shot and then a round of random uh random uh random draw partners that was different i i ultimately came up with the name random beaver roundup very very appropriately named of course uh and then the other name for a sanctioned event that i had there for a few years was the leave it to beaver Yes. And uh, I did not illegally use the uh, likeness of Wally or the Beave or any of them on my custom <laughs> stamps, I promise. So I've always been a fan of your tournament names. I, the other day, I just thought of another clever one. Save uh, it. Don't, don't no, 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 give no, no, it no, away. I used already. Oh. Uh, I used to uh, teach a one-credit class at UW Parkside. Uh, it's in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin, just over the border. No, and no. Uh, it's called UW Parkside, University of Wisconsin. On Parkside. this side of the border. This it's side in of Wisconsin. The Wisconsin border. Yes. yes. Thank you. Uh, and uh, it's called Parkside. And one time, one of the tournament, I think I ran it for two years, I called it the Park Side of the Moon instead of the Dark Side of the Moon. Yes, I, I do remember that as well. I, I've had a few clever ones. A few. I like cold turkey. I, I think sloppy seconds <laughs> would have been more fun. But who am I to judge? Uh, you know? They, they, uh, it was, it was shot down, shot down. So, uh, I'll keep working on a, I know I have a few, <laughs> at one point I write an unsanctioned event and I, I trophied cause I have the trophy somewhere. It's a terrible trophy. Uh, <laughs> who let the T-Dog out? I think was the, uh, was the tournament I ran out at Dretzka. It was a winter based event. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. Now granted that was timely. Uh, with, with you had just gotten out of jail. Yes. And <laughs> no, that song kidding. had just come out. So it was perfect. Uh, who let the T-Dog out? Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. We don't need to go through all my stupid ideas. Oh, no. We'll all night. <laughs> well, that's uh, Ray wrong. says the silver cup final round footage had some next level editing and camera work. Thank you. I was not part of it. Uh, there were some really cool shots with a fun vibe. That course is still fun. Uh, is fun still. Uh, very much so. Uh, what he's talking about real quick is if you're out on my channel, on the Disc Golf Guy channel, today I released the final round of the Silver Cup. Silver Cup is an event that Jim Van Lannen and crew run. Jim Van Lannen is the father, probably more famously known for being uh, Alyssa Van Lannen's father and someone that's run tournaments and has been a real uh, promoter and advocate in Wisconsin for the last three decades. For those and then some that don't know, Alyssa Van Lannen is Paige's fiance. Yeah. Um, and so 
that event is one that Johnny and I had played consecutively for 10 or 15 years until the, the pro tour came in and, and then ultimately our, our streak came to an end because we had to work the event as opposed to play it. And then, so it's been on the silver series. It's been an A tier. It's, it's had all these different, um, you know, accomplishments. And then we often see Kale LaVisca. We see Johnny McRae, Patrick Brown. We've seen a lot of great players come through, whether it's on a silver series or not. Uh, Dustin Keegan, Nate Perkins, to name a few more from this last year, along with Andrew Fish, Scotty Tuhati, Bertard, so on and so forth. Was he wearing jeans? Of course he was. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm best just kidding. Jeans player in disc golf. And, yeah, the number one jeans player in disc yes, golf, hands um, down. So this year, uh, I was out of town. I was at another event. I know that much. And uh, Visual Eclipse, who is Jeff Showers, he had rounded up a couple other people, and they filmed the final round of the event. So round one and two coverage doesn't exist in a shot-by-shot format, so don't ask. Uh, they filmed the final round, and it featured uh, Adrian out of uh, Illinois, Scotty Tuhati, Andrew Fish, and Matt Bell. And so it's a great card. Go check it out. It's on the channel. Um, round the front and the back is now all available. It's the final round of it, and and as an added bonus, didn't know this would happen. Added bonus: Brian Earhart and Nate Perkins ultimately did the commentary. So cool! It's out there. Go watch it. Mike Janish asks Terry, "Do you have a recommendation for a low budget camera and mic for someone wanting to start vlogging disc golf events slash practice?" I, I think you have two different types of coverage because i believe that if you're going to be doing primarily straight vlogging that's going to be a different camera than if you want to do disc golf coverage like event coverage with an event coverage you're looking at more of a standard camcorder style like maybe a low-end canon i know back in the day it was like an xa10 i don't know if they still have those or what the what the current model version of that is probably somewhere around 700 bucks maybe for a decent one these days um you obviously the higher you go the better it is if you're going to be do primarily vlogging and more uh not so much event coverage at that point i think you look at a decent dslr um or a fixed lens or like a micro four thirds you know we we right here there's the 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 sony i think it's the vz10 or something i have the vz1 i'm I'm not exactly sure i forget which model this is that we just got for the studio here um to replace our our old if you want an old jvc we have it available partly functional (laughs) it's functional it records it just the the pop-out screen just doesn't work because it might have partly functional it might have been dropped and broken Uh at, at at a wedding i recorded um so anyway so it depends on what you're looking to do. If you if you want to do both, if you kind of want to get into event coverage, you might as well go with the the the, the standard camcorder style. I feel that's going to give you better results, and you can vlog with that. It's not going to be quite as ideal. You're not going to get like kind of the, the whole shallow depth of field. It's gonna it's gonna look a little. It's not going to look quite um, as what you kind of imagine more of a vlog looking like. But but ultimately, they, they will both work. Uh, you can make them both work for both functions, but the fixed lens or the micro four thirds or the DSLR, just trying to do event coverage with that will be frustrating. Yeah, it's as Johnny said, it's just a matter. Are you following? Are you trying to follow a disc a long distance and get 
you know, a, a legitimate zoom out of it, or is it going to be closer up stuff? Excuse me. I think of, you know, with Simon walking around with a camera in his face, that's going to be more of your handheld DSLR as opposed to an actual camcorder. So those are the two things that I would factor in. Both you could get up and running, you know, whether you call that five, six, seven hundred dollars. You can do it for cheaper, but you're looking at a a, a name brand decent quality in that five to eight hundred dollar range because you're probably spending anywhere from one to two hundred on the microphone, and then you're spending anywhere from three to five hundred on the actual unit. If you're doing it all in a in a uh, I don't want to say respectable, but uh, the next level manner. That, that's what you're probably looking at. Uh, real quick, a couple more things uh, with relation to that is uh, there was the, the second hole of the coverage. I'll spoil this much because it's it's talked over a little bit. The second hole of the coverage. Uh, Scott Bertard, Scotty Tuhati, who's a good friend. Full disclaimer, he's a good friend of ours. He's in two of my fantasy football leagues. Uh, We're very close. He he was when he went to putt his. 20-ish footer, I think for par, on the second hole, his his foot was touching the back edge of his disc. He didn't mark it with a mini, so he just putted from there. So his foot was touching the back edge of his disc, and it popped up the front edge of the disc slightly. Uh, he clearly was stepping on it, but it was a foot fault. And uh, Matt Bell had noticed it and called him. And then you know the rest of the group said, oh, I didn't see it, I'm not really sure. And then there was this, of course presumed awkwardness among everybody. It's the second hole of the final round. And um, I, I just want to be clear. I, I said earlier in the chat that Scotty Tuhati doesn't give an F about anything. He He's not out to disrespect the rules. That was an honest mistake. I, he's not breaking rules intentionally, or am I saying in any ways he, he disrespecting the idea of a football. He takes all of the rules very seriously. Mm-hmm. That happened to be one where he accidentally did that, but it's not from a lack of caring. It was just, did he get penalized for of, it or was it not? Seconded? No, it was not seconded. Okay. And so, you know, that always brings up that whole conversation and, and so on sure. and so forth. So, um, but it was just, I think it's kind of crazy because it's the second hole and, and only because I edited part of it, did I know for sure how it all unfolded? Whereas Earhart and, Perkins are kind of watching it in real time and they weren't sure of everything that was said or not mm-hmm. and everything else. But anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there that um, Scotty Tuhati, just even though he plays in jeans <laughs> uh, and was rated over a thousand for quite some time, he doesn't show up just saying, Hey, I, I can do whatever I want. Cause I'm the, you know, a good Wisconsin pro. It, he just accidentally did step on his, on his disc and uh, that's how it all <laughs> went down. So oh. it was, it was kind of funny. Uh, somebody also said something about a podcast, and I just thought, there's my opportunity to pat myself on my back. I managed, Johnny, I don't even know if you know this. I probably don't. I managed a solo Drop Zone podcast, again last night, on new software, and I, A, didn't need you to help me set it up, and B, it wasn't a dumpster fire. Uh, did you use OBS? I did. Okay, because I, I did tune in for like literally, I think, 35 seconds. Oh, 35 hours. Yeah, minutes. <laughs> I, I saw I was getting ready for bed. I was scrolling through and it was like, oh, Terry's going to do one of his drop zones. So I, I tuned in and I noticed you had a different kind of graphic on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, that's different. I wonder if he's using OBS. And at the time, literally, I think you were going through, you were thanking everyone at uh, the PLO. Sure. And at that point, I'm like, cool. 
eh, well, I don't care. I'm going to bed. And I turned yeah. it off. I honestly, I bet you it was, it wasn't even 30 seconds of, I was like, okay, that's, uh, that's what's going on. But I'm, I'm proud of you, Terry. I'm <laughs> proud that you were able to use, uh, the, the most prevalent free software known to the internet that, <laughs> that millions of streamers use people way dumber than me. And you didn't have to even call me. I didn't. Congratulations. I, said, I had shots. I had intro music. I had a graphic. Look at you. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm coming after your job. I, you can I'm have not. You can have my job. I am so not. Uh, the next level is definitely going to be uh, one of those stream deck thingies, which I have, but to be able to program it so I can just hit a couple buttons rather than having to do the buttons on the actual uh, software. But, you already have one of these stream decks? Yeah, I, I okay. bought one a long time ago. Right, no I was going to say, yeah, they have. you can but, have one. I've got two um, of them here, and one, only one is being used. The My, my large one that has 32 buttons... Literally, I'm using five buttons, and the smaller one isn't even plugged in anymore because I don't need it. Well, um, the the bigger one I have here for when I do do uh, the pro when I do do uh, when I uh, am behind the keys of the Pro Tour, I switch the profile, and it gives me all the cameras and whatnot. So, yeah, well, it uh, what does excite me the most is. As I continue to F up and make mistakes, I'll also be able to continue, I think, to elevate a little bit more of those uh, on-the-road check-ins and offerings uh, that I'm able to provide to you guys as I play around a little bit more with the software, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So look forward to a few more of those. Way to not be an embarrassment. uh, Not yet. I mean, I'm one for one with the new one. The other ones were fine, but now I'm one for one with this. And uh, I, I almost don't even want to say anything because I, I know the next one's going to be a big mess. But they, they do make it easy. So I mean, even a not-so-smart guy like me can get it going. All right. Uh, Ray says, uh, okay, thoughts on, new, uh, thoughts on new manufacturers offering hundreds of sponsorships, in quotes, to 900-level players, contracts that are often very beneficial to the manufacturer, I mean, that, that, those are not going to change. Those are uh, only going to you grow. Fam- you're familiar with what the with the concept or what with what the preface of this is? Lone Star? Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the Prodigy Street team, the Discraft Underground team, the... Yeah, I mean, like, mm-hmm. I know you're referring to Lone Star, but I'm just going to say this, this is not a new business model. It's not a new strategy, in my opinion. It's maybe slight. I don't know the details yet, but it's maybe slightly reworded and slightly reworked. But let's face it. If you have impassioned players that love your product and you give them just a little bit of free stuff, you make them part of a team. Maybe you give them discount codes. Maybe you give them a little bit of free stuff and then some discounts. You're effectively securing them as customers and if they pop off you're not that you they're in your back pocket or you're in their back pocket to then be taken to you know to graduate to the next level but it and i just i'll use the example of the underground team as one of them Mm -hmm. if you go on to never get like really good and never become sponsored uh on the next level of whatever their their discraft's teams levels are but that just made you some form of even a discounted but loyal customer of Discraft for the next 10 years, who wins there, right? Mm-hmm. Prodigy Street Team, you know, Innova Ambassador, whatever the, whatever the case is. Now, every one of those teams are slightly structured differently. I get it. But by and large, 
man, you get to say you're you're on a team of a big manufacturer of a manufacturer, and you have these perks and benefits that makes you feel really good. And if you turn into something, you're you're locked into them, and they're locked into you. I I think it's easy to initially at face value look at it and hate on it a little bit. You're like, oh, what a waste of time or money. And all I think is, well, it's not my time or my money. Mm-hmm. You know, and if and if a player wants to be brand loyal, and that's hurting their game, well, uh, that's on them. So, uh, whether it's Ray or Johnny here, is there? Um, yeah, let me clarify. Aaron says, Discraft Underground team is pretty cool, though. These guys are getting early disc drops and all kinds of cool stuff. I'm sure they all are. I, I you know, I've, yep. I, I was on the Innova Ambassador team uh, before being sponsored, and uh, I, I get all of that. And I'm not saying, I'm not dismissing them. I'm just saying they are very s- similar models from manufacturer to manufacturer. And none of this is really new or groundbreaking or earth shattering. What what I, I don't know all the details, but I know Lone Star recently came out with some sort of uh team or plan. And I'm gonna screw this up. Well because we don't check facts here. But I thought I'd heard something along the lines of you have to bag at least four Lone Star discs. You can I think they give you them at some sort of discount, like a small discount, or is it like forty percent of your bag? I don't know. But either way, um, and then you can, you know, qualify, you get you qualify for being on their team. Okay. You know, it's it, it's an it's an intro level There's team. A, it's a it, it's, trilogy. Yep. Yeah, it's very similar. Exactly. It's it's more of an ambassadorship. It's more of a, a, a I don't want to say influencer, but that style of, you know, we're, we're going to get these people. Accustomed to Lone Star discs, and I don't blame them. Let let them, you know. Hey, if it, if 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 they were probably going to buy this anyway, awesome. You know, that's you, you like you said. You've made some customers, hopefully, long term. Yeah, I mean, because you got to figure. I mean, think about the bag you started with, whatever manufacturer that is. Whether it was two years ago, ten years ago, twenty years ago you're probably still throwing a lot of that manufacturer. I mean, my bag is like a couple DD discs, a bunch of Innova drivers, and a bunch of Discraft mids. Such a sellout. That's, you know. Flaky, wishy-washy, <laughs> non-committed sellout. I, I should commit to one manufacturer, Terry? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, granted, they're all, you know, they're all... X clones and Marauders. Vipers, Marauder. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, you're um, throwing yourself a hawk yeah. uh in there. Got a first run DX Valkyrie. Oh, for Banshee, sure. Banshee before a, the Valkyrie. A Banshee. That was the first, like cr- not first, but that was one of those overstable fast, discs. Yeah, over, overstable. Really fast. This year's like, wow, the Banshee. How can anyone throw this? Yeah. Yes. That's in DX. Yes. So uh yeah, th- th- those will continue, and and the the only the only thing that tickles me, and and I pro- I was probably that way as well. I know I was to some degree, but what tickles me is is sometimes when you you go to an event and there's just that really enthusiastic player that has just got onto team blank, and and it 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 can grind on me to overhear them within earshot. Of of whether they're just well, incessantly selling, and I get it. You're you're that's 
part of your job to some degree. I, I just think some people are a little more. I remember cool about how they go about some of those things. I remember some of our younger pros here in Wisconsin when we were coming up. Uh, you know, some relatively decent sized names bragging about how much they love their manufacturer. They've never throw anything else. Everything else was trash. Well, guess what? People are throwing different manufacturers these days. Yeah. It's Let just talks. It's just it's just that's what it is. I mean, that's I'm happy for anyone that's really excited to throw a specific disc. Good. Be be, be that brand ambassador. You know, uh, if, one, if Discmania wants to come and sponsor me, I'll sell out. Yeah, you will. One thing that I thought was interesting is in, in recently, and nobody will know who I'm talking about, which is great in this case. Somebody who worked for a major major manufacturer uh, it split ties with them. They worked. They were like a, uh, an employee of them. They worked for them and had exclusively thrown their brand and was sponsored by them and then worked for them. No longer works for them. I don't, I don't know if that was on the, the, the employee's behalf or if that was on the employer's behalf, a uh, major manufacturer of ours. Uh, I, I saw a post recently with a completely different manufacturer and, oh, I love these discs and, hmm. you know, throwing a totally different brand opposite of what he had been throwing for the last five or six or seven years. And then you just have to wonder, was was there a true excitement to go try something else? I bet. Or is there just a true spite? Because what if what if you're a really good player, but you have like this animosity toward the company? And you're like, well, I don't want to continue to they don't sponsor me and they don't employ me. So I don't what do I have to go find something different? Like mm-hmm. there's some of that well, that I, I found really f- funny about the yeah. scenario. And Robert Leonard a couple years ago. I think maybe two or three years ago now, he he had been sponsored by Discraft for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And he decided that he was going to part ways. I think it was his decision. He just said, you know what? I'm I'm going to free this spot up because of other, I've got other obligations these days. And now I think he's a PBGA employee, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I remember he was so, ex- I mean, he kept throwing some Discraft discs, but he was so excited to be able to try some new plastic because you, the grass is always greener. Yeah, well, you know, you, you might love whatever mid range you throw. You're watching that other guy throw mid range, and you're like, "Oh, I wonder how that how does that feel? Different plastic, slightly different turn, different you know, different speed." I, I'll never know, you know, because I'm I'm tied into this sponsor. You know, ha- having g- given that opportunity is almost like a renewed excitement, and we've seen it every off season when a player switches discs. So it's you know that's cool. Well, I'm, I I need to be selling out. Who wants to buy me out? That's I already I already shot for offer. myself. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I'll have to go. Well, two, two things. One, Discmania. If you want to buy me out, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, the second wow. thing is Discraft. If you want to buy me out, some of those Midnight Lunas, it would look really nice mm. in my bag or in my collection, whatever I want to do with them. But because uh, I'll probably forget on Friday. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'll, Tim, I think you bring up a great point. I think we need to have a a high-level, infinite player talk a little bit about the, you know, and of course every contract's still going to be a little bit different, but I, I'd be curious. Infinite, and I know we had this kind of lengthy discussion with Brody even a few weeks ago, but where, where Infinite's lines are drawn as to what are you throwing, what are you allowed to throw? Now, Infinite has even more of their own disc lineup, but yet someone like a Drew Gibson who has, uh, you know, obviously is sponsored by infinite, but is sponsored by 
uh, EV7 or throws an EV7. And I'm just curious to know, I did see, did I see a post from Drew, I think, uh, after he had won now yet another event internationally. I thought he saw, uh, I just saw a post the other day from him saying he he was looking for sponsorship looking for f- other things. Shoes, but clothing. Entry fees. Entry, sure, you could be an entry fee sponsor, I suppose. And I just, surprise, I, I, surprise isn't the right word. Um, it, it made me more curious to know what does his sponsorship, current sponsorship, entail then? If he's potentially looking for entry fees. Because when you get to a certain level in disc golf today, in 2022, 2023, once you get to... A decent level, your entry fees are largely paid for. I mean, that is a that's probably one of the first, but if yeah. not the is that the first negotiated thing? It's got to be close to if, it. If you're near that level of player, if you're if you're if you're nine, if you're a thousand rated, and you're just getting onto Discraft or you're just getting onto Innova or or Dynamic, you're probably not getting your entry fees paid for. Probably, I'm just I'm just using this as one example. Probably an entry sponsorship level fifty, hundred free discs or something along those lines for that. Yeah, for that some level. apparel and some other things, and maybe maybe to a couple of events, maybe they'll cover your worlds. I'm I'm just again speculating here. If you're a thousand rated, but once you get to that, you know that ten twenty, ten thirty, ten forty range. I feel like one of the given sponsorship uh, lines, what's the word I'm looking for? Just uh, line items is entry fees paid for or reimbursed. Now, is that only, do you think that quote unquote only happens for our elite events? No, I don't. I think a lot of them, well, elite meaning, no, I think probably any entry fee. Okay, I, and I, I don't, don't want to use Paul because we were just Adam, and he's uh, of course on another <laughs> level. But uh, yeah, using Paul as the outlier. Paul, yeah, I know Paul he, may be the one that actually does pay for his own because he just it's a tax implication. You know, there's some weird. Shelter. I don't know. No, um, uh, think think of um, Andrew Marweed. Yeah. Okay. Relatively newer to to uh, DGA was uh, previously sponsored by Innova. Goes to DGA is is one of the premier uh, names at DGA. Mm-hmm. I would think that they say to him, Andrew, every, especially if you're going to be kind of your your uh, company. What's the word I'm looking for? Ambassador, uh, like yeah. you're the, the the face of the company. Uh, what do they call those in football? The when you're the captain. No, the your deem quarterback. Are, <laughs> it's not a position. Ball boy. <laughs> Coach. Somebody's going to know on here what I'm talking about. Your Special team, teams uh, coordinator. <laughs> the offensive. No. Uh, oh, my God. There's an official term for it. Football. Like you're the, the not profile player. You're the franchise player. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. Franchise player. My, right? my, like op- sure, my options anyway, look better. Is he considered the franchise uh, signee? I don't know. Anyway, I would think they say to him. Every elite series event, every major, we got covered. You yeah. want to go play C tier? We'll cover. Why, why would you? Why would you cover a two hundred dollar entry and not go cover a, a sixty two dollar entry? That at that point, it seems silly. Ten years ago, this is a different I mean, conversation. Let the, me be very the, clear. But yes. today, in today's market, competitive market with our top players mm-hmm. and the money that's infused in disc golf more than ever. I feel like they just pay for all that. Probably. They probably do some sort of reimbursement for those. Like to me, I would think that 
what what I would like to see, and I don't know how realistic this is. Elite events and majors and maybe silver events as well. Those are all paid for ahead of time now. You you literally are paying for a a tour season pass that the manufacturer will say DGA looks at their their team and says, all right, we have uh, 12 people playing in it. 12 people playing the tour this year. They reach out to the pro tour whenever the opens up and says, here is our whatever 60 grand, 60 grand for the tour this year for our 12 players for these 20 events. And obviously that doesn't include majors because that's probably run through the PDGA, sure. but you know, whatever. I don't know how that works. Or if they say, Andrew Marweed, you're in charge of registering yourself. Please keep the receipts. And uh, here's a Expensify account. I want yeah. you to take a picture of them I'll and just send say, them to I me. feel like I don't this, know. But this dynamic has changed it ha- I'm today sure it has. to what it was five years ago because I think that's the way it used to be. As opposed to now where we have so many touring cards, you can just go, you know, do the tour pass and and that essentially takes care of a chunk of most of this all at once. And I think it's made it easier. So does the manufacturer cover that or the player, you think? And then they're reimbursed. Because you and I have known for a dozen years players that were complaining at the beginning of the season. Hey, man. I don't have $3,000 to pay for all these events right now. Why can't I just sign up the week before? And, and it, then there was, and, <laughs> and we're talking for like just a few years, two years ago. Anytime you see one of your major players on a wait list, it's because it's their own fault. You know, if it, 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 they didn't have the funds, because they uh, didn't have the funds in the mm-hmm. beginning of the season. So it would it shock me to, you know, to say, I'm just going to use Paul because he's an extreme example. Paul, you know, come January, Paul's like, oh, God, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't I don't have five grand to cover my events. Ugh. Jeez. I'm guessing <laughs> Discraft yeah. just confirms, hey, we're playing I mean, the tour, we're writing the check, and it's done. I'm I'm yeah, guessing. And I, maybe I would the guess, pro I tour could let us in on that, or a but, or Discraft rep could let us in on that. But if, who? I, because you would think maybe there is some communication between the pro tour, and, I, and these are things I don't even know, and I'm pretty close to the tour, and maybe the manufacturers. Does, does Jeff Spring or someone at the pro tour go to Innova and be like, cool, how many players? Who are they? Show me the cash. Or, again, do they rely on the players to do it? Do they rely on, does Calvin at the beginning of the year have to shell out five, six grand? Whatever that number is, I don't even and know. Then how. Get reimbursed. And then And then he turns around to Innova and says, well, here's my receipt. Because like I said, there are still players that might not be able to cover a $5,000 entry fee uh, yeah, at the beginning yeah. of the season. An outlay. I, That's uh, not, which isn't that crazy. No. That they can't. I mean, I, you can't necessarily blame them. Not everybody is, you no. know, when you're not in the top few spots, you're 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 still uh, probably uh, mm-hmm. fighting to get by a little bit harder, which is totally understandable. I totally get it. I'm just curious as to how that works now, because that, that was always the dream was that, oh, the manufacturer is just going to take care of that with well, some some team manager, some whomever that may be is going to cover that. And I don't even have to think or worry about that. But. My my guess is that I mean I think I've heard that Ari kind of does that for Ricky, so I'm guessing that it's not done by the manufacturer that it's done by the individual players. Excuse me, and then they're reimbursed. Uh, well, we'll we'll get to the bottom of that. Remind us. I'll 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 do some reaching out. That's actually a great cool. research question. See, either we get the person on that you'll, can answer that question. You'll hear it on the next or drop. Zone. I will ask, <laughs> and uh, we, we'll see if we can get that answered. Yeah, uh, because that's. 
yeah, it's an interesting question for sure. You're all caught up with on tour, right? I am all through yes, three episodes. Yes, yes. As of last week, as I am I watched uh, all three. I really enjoyed episode three. Honestly, I thought that was the best of of all of them so far. Okay, so I, I'm I I like where. How many times was I in it? Not enough. Mm, once, maybe in episode three. Well, then I think you're right. I mean, not that's enough. the answer. Not enough. Clearly, <laughs> what I don't like, Terry. <laughs> swear to God, I thought about this, and I think it's something that would bother you too. You're wearing the same shirt in most of these episodes because it was all shot at the same time. I I know. Like I would, <laughs> if I were you, I would have asked to change shirts. And the I problem know is you don't know what for they're going to sure use. When, yeah, what, what they're not only what they're going to use, but then what if, episode they're going to use. It yeah, because no, I, I could be talking about something that's very pertinent because all of my stuff's smart and insightful. Mm. I can't even say that with a straight face. Um, that might be at, at the end of the conversation, but actually got used in, in an if, early part of the. Yeah, it might just be in, a, on, on, it, on. It one. just bothers me because every time I see you wear that pink shirt, I'm like, it's the same shirt. And, yeah, well, and he's going to wear it all season long, and I know he will, and it's going to well, bother me. Like, it just it, it was all shot in a two-hour window. In the cause, same correct, because your your portion was all shot together. But it, it, it internally, I'm just like, uh, I know, I, I know I, Terry. I he would like that. every time he watches an episode, he's like, I wish I had a different shirt on for this episode. <laughs> um, I what maybe maybe the uh, the fix to that is Ray, Ray, Ray says it bothers him too. Um, we maybe we'll see more frequent check-ins with more people. The problem is what they did, and, the, and a lot, for instance, the parts where I was in there, uh, those were shot at Worlds. And obviously, you have everybody who's everybody and then some at Worlds. Uh, mm-hmm. Not just from a, you know the media perspective in terms of all the different people, but then also all the players are for sure there. There's just this larger concerted effort, and you already know it's going to be a week-long affair. So just before Worlds had started is when they brought a ton of the players in and got them, so to speak, caught up. And, um, yeah, I think the more frequent the check-ins, the more likely you're going to have this diversity. I would like you. That's not an easy task. Next year, when we do this, when you do this again, I'm assuming they're going to do it again. They might not have me. Uh, Yeah, they will. Um, I want you to wear one of those skin tight green outfits that you see like the green screen of it and then we'll just green screen different shirts on you that's a good idea i'll sell those as sponsorships too yeah great 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 idea just just i mean one of those skin tight in fact uh, you can go over your face too if you want we can change your facial hair we can do a lot of different things terry a lot of things i could if i could change i would (laughs) um oh uh anyway um Yes, I, I know exactly what you Use Paul's Fortnite background he had earlier. That was the background I picked because Paul it was in Nick Carl's studio and Nick uses a green screen for certain things. Um, and so Paul sat in front of the green screen and the first thing I said and I out loud and I told him, it's like, that's a bold move sitting in front of a green screen yeah, for the Internet because everybody will take a Photoshop and put something behind it. Yeah. And so he asked if I could then just come up with a uh, a backdrop and I, I didn't have one. I've, we've never done a green screen on the show before, I don't believe. Maybe we did one other time messing around. But uh, So I just grabbed a, a, a picture of a beach, threw, <laughs> threw it behind him, and then he was like, well, can we do a nighttime picture of the beach? I was like, sure. So it's like, nobody night- will believe I own this beach. I own a different one. That's, I'm at a different beach. And I mean, you know, so what do what, what, uh, But yes, that was, uh, that was why he, was, he had the backdrop tonight. So... Uh, yeah. 
All right. Um, Did I watch the USA yes. versus Wales match? No. Um, I was, was that the one that was on at 4 a.m.? Or is that just a different one that was referenced? That was on this. Else? That that was on uh, this morning. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was actually. I think it was. I mean, mid morning. I believe it was on. I did not watch it. I kind of kept up with the scoring a little bit. I I saw that we were up one nothing, and then it was getting late in the in the game. I think because the the timer goes up because it's dumb and there's not a real good stop time and they make up weird times. But it's soccer, so sure. Um. And then suddenly I saw that we were tied 1-1, and that's how it ended. So as all good sporting events ends in a tie. Yeah, I mean, that you know, only so makes sense. I really wish Worlds would have ended that way this year. Yeah. Just, I, sorry, <laughs> Paul, Aaron, great shooting. It's a tie. Um, or just, guess what? <laughs> Doug Bjergis just gets to randomly, you get to keep playing until Doug just calls it. He's just like, no, I'm going to call it when I want. I'm not going to tell you when. Go out and play. Uh-huh. And then just he stops it like in the middle of a throw. You're done. You win. Because that's how I feel soccer is. And I know there's a little bit more formality to it, but it really feels like it. Uh, don't I don't love the uh, thing. But I probably will watch all of seven minutes of World Cup this year. And that's just when I pass it on a TV. Um, I'll keep track of U.S. I, I guess they're a pretty good team. I don't know much about them. I'm not a soccer person. I know it's the biggest event in the world, so. So get on it. Yeah, but I'll keep up with it. Uh, speaking of other big things that will be taking place in the next few days, besides Michael Durkee, uh, we're seeing a lot of our, just like we had Paul on in the regular show, we're seeing people talk about big drops. Obviously, it's shopping season. I, I'm not I'm not surprised by any of this, but uh, seeing some few big drops that are coming out in terms of some new releases, some new lines. I know Chris Dickerson has. Uh, uh, something coming out in a couple of days. I was gonna had on there, the tip of my tongue. Uh, uh, Paul was talking about his his uh, his wares, and then I saw that Chris Dickerson was gonna have camo and orange and other colors. And I was just thinking about you know cross blending those two with with Macbeth and what that would look like. Uh, Katrina Allen, I think uh, all uh, she has an entirely new maybe even website. It is a whole opens. new website that that opens in the next day or two. Uh, I it says live now six hours ago. I thought it was tomorrow, but oh, it uh, is looks up great. Yeah, yeah, it looks great. KatrinaAllen.com and uh, also happy birthday. Uh, her significant other Austin Hannum uh, celebrating a birthday, and uh, if you keep up on. Cats socials at all. We see that she's actually her she's, and Austin are over in Paris. Yeah, so, I was uh, gonna say I know they were in Europe. I assume yes, uh, I saw the Paris photo. I just don't want to make the assumption that they were there, but yeah. So um, still, anyway, uh, KatrinaAllen dot com exists, uh, which I, is new. And I, here's I, what I'll say: I think I think just FYI, talking about Chris Dickerson, um, I believe it's just like TeamDiscraft dot com now that they're releasing like something for the like all the team on mm. Black Friday, maybe. I, I I feel like it was uh, on yeah. Chris's. Uh, it's going to be a, something something specific to Chris and or a tie to Ledgestone. But they're all getting incestuous. I talked to just talked to a few people at Ledgestone today, and I need to talk to Ledgestone. You guys are some sponsorship opportunities, doing some stuff. So um, either way, yeah. If uh, I go to teamdiscraft.com, it says opening soon. I'm fairly certain it drops. Black Friday, and that they've got the whole team because I think I saw Brody dropping some discs on here, and just the whole team discraft thing. Okay, go with that. Um, but uh, we know Tyler and, and DGA doing good work out there. And uh, what I was going to say is we haven't seen 
And this is why it's, to me, is worth bringing up. I mean, we've seen PagePierce.com and Sarah Holcomb, and we've seen uh, a lot of branding for a lot of our FPL players has existed, uh, even even self-done by, you know, the likes of, uh, of uh, Valerie Jenkins years ago, and she still has it. Cat has really not had a large outward-facing retail sponsorship merchandise platform or product. She, oh, clearly, she's had her name on this. There's been no doubt about that. She's had her name on this. Um, she has It's been a pro, you know, prodigy yeah. products, and obviously, she's moved over to DGA now more recently. But this is the 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 most outward facing, boldest. She's got you know her new logo, and I just I just want to speak to that fact that we're seeing that marketing and, push. I mean, DGA yeah. is doing what I'm assuming was part of the agreement, part of the promise of her coming on. They're promoting her, like I, I again, not that Prodigy didn't, but they definitely didn't to this extent. Getting her her own website, her own line, um, <laughs> custom clothing. Uh, I, I don't think there'll be any coach bags with her name on them, but mm. I could be wrong. I don't know. I know Cat Cat's a fan. Um, or Dior, I think she has both. Christian Dior, uh, yeah. A little, a little. I, I think she's a Louis Vuitton girl. She, she, she might, she might be a Vuitton and, girl. And are you is is. Are I, any I of those brands like know. Pepsi Coke where like you have one and not the other? I'm sure there are. I'm sure like I bet you there are people that are like, oh, no, I'm totally Louis Vuitton or like I'm totally coach. Like, is there like a rivalry, like a one, two, uh, maybe, but I, I don't I don't necessarily know. But I guarantee you there's like brand loyalty to uh, fashion designers. I guarantee. You. Uh, yeah. Um, But. Yeah, but Kat has never had this kind of push before behind her from her manufacturer sponsor. And I'm I'm so excited. I I literally was out there looking like, like, oh, is there something I would wear out there? And I'd like to get you in a little kitty cat, just uh, just like some 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 ears, some ears. and uh, a visor. See, and I love visors. I used to be a visor guy for a long mm-hmm. time. I haven't worn one in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but time to bring it back. Cat will get you into a visor real quick. Yeah, I'm probably not going to. Um, but when I did go to her website, when I did go to her website, it wasn't up at the time, so I could not could not uh, see the we apparel. See a women's polo, a Katrina Allen yep. uh, t-shirt, and a hoodie, all currently under her apparel. Not cool, cat. Nothing, nothing, nothing for me in my size. Uh, wait, accessories. That's a women's visor, unfortunately. Uh, under accessories, you find a visor and a hat. I mean the the. The hat I could see. The visor, eh, maybe. Maybe. Again, I'm a visor guy. I like him. Okay, well, she'll hook you up. I don't expect her to hook me up, but I could go to the website and buy it. You don't have the money. All right. Mm. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that we are missing out here? Never used a Berg well, in my life. Cough, are you looking for a Berg? Is that it, Spockheiser? What are you doing I'm, for Thanksgiving? Are you staying in town? I know you've I got will, the cold turkey. Yeah, are you heading up north? It's, it's a very brief uh, a day here in uh, in uh, the Milwaukee area. We'll uh, getting at the action on Thursday, and then Friday gears right up for the tournament. So Friday, uh, a few last things to get into place um, for the tournament, and then like we said, Saturday and Sunday, um, you know, all ad- 
all advanced divisions are Saturday, along with pros on Saturday. All other divisions are on Sunday. However, however, this is important. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> There's a flex start on Saturday. So from 9.15 to 2 o'clock, every division is available to come play in a flex start on the separate nine-hole course that's in the same park. The red. The red fox course. It's very short. It's very easy. You play through it twice, and that will make up a one-round 18-hole uh, flex start. And last year, I don't know if it was 30 or 40 people that did that. This year, if the weather's nice, I, I think we're expecting the same. I already have 18 or 20 signed up for That's it. That's great. So um, it, it's crazy that we're at max capacity on the course both days, but then there's a flex start, which is a much lesser obligation and, mm-hmm. and commitment. I mean, whether Show you, up when you get want. into the tournament or just the fact that you're like, hey, I'm, I'm not ready to go play Gray Fox, which is a, is a significantly tougher course. Two rounds on the Red Fox course is definitely the way to go about it. So... That's all available going on this weekend. Uh, jumping ahead already to next week after that, I already think about uh, a little Gainesville action. And uh, the mm-hmm. Gainesville Open is uh, all in the works. And we'll talk more about that next week. Uh, Ray, I am heading up to Appleton on Thursday morning. I will spend Thanksgiving with uh, my mother's side of the family, as I usually do. And then I'll be driving up to Door County, which is the Thumb. Wisconsin, where I'll be spending the weekend. <laughs> I don't like the way you did that, Terry. <laughs> I definitely don't like that maneuver. Got a thumbs up for you. Uh, um, I'll be spending the rest of the weekend up in Door County uh, with my wife's side of the family. That is usually traditionally what I do. Um, no sloppy seconds for you. No sloppy seconds for me. Um, I, I from everything <laughs> downer time from everything I heard. Um, I don't know how many more Thanksgivings we'll have with my grandmother. So she's 93, maybe 90, about to turn 94. And uh, my my sister talked to me a couple weeks ago and she's like, you might want to get here before Thanksgiving. And I was like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah, but I guess she's doing better now. So, but who knows, you know, they're that age. And it's funny because my, almost all my grandparents and great grandparents, you know, live to be like 90, 95, like Healthy old people, man. So good for them. So I'll, I'll be able to get there. Hopefully, we traditionally do that Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas. We'll, we always visit my mom's side of the family, which is where my grandparents, my grandmother is left. So, which she is, she is a, obviously she's my daughter's great grandmother, but she is already a great, great grandmother too. She, <laughs> yeah, there's, there are some people on my uh, my side of the family that like to procreate and sit quick. Early. Early and often. <laughs> Early and often. Early yeah. and often. Uh, my my cousin. <laughs> who's also your... Who, who, who is about my age. Has a daughter who has a daughter. Because she had a kid. I'm 44. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, she, <laughs> if she had a kid at... Had, had a kid at like... She had her kid at like 19... And then her daughter had a kid at like 17 or 18 and yeah, it's they like, yeah. Okay. Fertile, fertile people. Early and (laughs) fertile fertile people, man. It's Uh, uh, reading off the board. Uh, best idea for Turkey is to package it up and send it to the starving kids in Africa. I don't, I don't think it works that way. It doesn't work that way. Probably not. Uh, although it there, there's a kind gesture in there somewhere, gray fox easier than silver. Yes, um, 
as we talk about those areas. Uh, I do have great news that is only again relevant to like two to four hours from here or less. Uh, <laughs> I will be working on another new course. I, I received some oh, fantastic. Official, official government papers, but no, some documents uh, to sign that has like legalese and all this lawyer speak. It might be the most official thing I've ever signed off on in terms of a course design, but it is moving forward and it is in that general area. And that very well may be hosting the sloppy second. No, it may be hosting. <laughs> I can't wait to go back to the park board. You guys said I could have two tournaments a year here. This is the sloppy second. Um, but uh, I did get that news just a few days ago. I, I didn't re- read it all. I just know there was three or four pages of legalese that mm-hmm. basically uh, say that, hey, we're going to move forward with a course, a course design where we can have tournaments and leagues and everything else down in that general area. So making yet another good one. But uh, to answer your question, Tim, Red Fox's nine short, very easy holes. The front nine at Gray Fox gets a little tougher. The back nine gets a little tougher. Then you go down the road a few miles uh, where then Silver Fox is tougher than all of that. So it is. It gets progressively tougher. Um, and I didn't come up with any of those names. Just <laughs> just to throw that out there. Terry, have you ever had deep fried turkey? I have not. I I, I, I knew I knew it was Thanksgiving because last night on the news they had the the uh, warning. Fires. P- p- please please don't deep fry the turkey in your living room. Yeah, please don't yeah, deep fry the turkey in your garage. Shit. And yeah. they had the example of the firefighter dropping it in when the the you know the the fryer is too full and it shoots out flames twenty Starts feet high. Yep. So that was the warning on uh, our our Fox Six News last night. So I knew yep. it was. New Thanksgiving it's season. It's time for that. No, I, I have never had it, but like I've you not, said, uh, on I don't know if it was Instagram or TikTok, I got sucked into about a two-minute clip of just deep fryer turkey fails, and, mm. and uh, I just think, like, it's great if you want to try it. I know it's all the rage, and sure. it has been for a few years, but have, like a decade, have you yeah. not learned? Like, all How do you not if, know? Is if I did try it. I'm not a cook, and I've definitely never deep fried a turkey, but... My I, God, there's a million examples of what not to do. I'd be out in the middle of my driveway, like like towards the end of my driveway, just and I, you know, you, you slowly lower it in there, and yeah, I don't, I don't understand the big rage. Or, or I, over I'd be it curious whatsoever. I'd be curious to taste that. Apparently, because turkey can can be a little bit dry. He says the fried Spock says fried turkey is okay, but it's nothing special. Okay. The skin is a different texture. That's it. And if that's all the oh, payoff oh, that there is for it, I don't care. Oh, then yeah. Then if that's all it care. is, I thought it was like a juicier type of meat because I, I honestly don't love turkey on Thanksgiving that much. I love turkey the next day on sandwiches. Make yourself up a nice turkey sandwich reheat it in the microwave put some cheese on it like that's that's the way that's the way i yeah, like that's my turkey. the way the pilgrims would want that's the way the pilgrims pilgrims love their microwaves yes uh, that, they did th- that's just put it on the put it on preheat or maybe put it in the air fryer that's right that, that just that's the way the pilgrims would have wanted it no i i think turkey's better the next day what is for you terry what's the best thanksgiving uh well there's no doubt that uh i well, shocker I'll go to dessert land, but um, Thanksgiving always signified very much uh, lefsa, which I know your family is very familiar oh, yeah. with. Well, I'll be having some of that family. this weekend. So lefsa. If you message me, remind me, I could probably bring some. Lefsa is is what really does Thanksgiving for me. And then because it was the same grandma that did lefsa, along with a few other things where we always ate uh, early on for many years, uh, that that went hand in hand with cherry cheesecake, and those those are the highlights. And uh, not just I'm not like a huge dessert guy, 
I'm a huge guy that <laughs> likes desserts. But, likes desserts um, a little bit. Yeah, uh, but cherry cheesecake that my grandma made that I've that I've attempted and, and successfully done, and then lefsa. Those eh, I don't care about turkey. Turkey's fine. Yeah, but I'm not into squash or yams <laughs> or uh, a lot of that other stuff. I don't care how much brown sugar you put in some of that stuff. None of it. A lot of people are asking, "What the heck is lefsa?" So lefsa is made. What it's it's basically like kind of like a very very thin potato pancake. What you do is you take, and I've made it before by hand. Uh, my wife's side of the family, I ate it growing up because you just at some point when you grow up in Wisconsin, especially where we grew up, where there's a lot of Norwegians, you just find it somewhere. Someone has it, whatever. Um, but uh, for many years, my wife's family actually made it by hand. Uh, what you do is you 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 skin boiled potatoes. Then you take them in through like a ricer. So you 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 squeeze them and mash them up repeatedly. Um, you add a little bit of uh, like some, a little bit of sugar, a little bit of butter, mix it whatever whatever you're gonna put in there. Um, and then you flatten them out and you into basically like large, probably about maybe the size of a disc, maybe a little bit bigger depending on how big your your pan is. Um, and they've got special fry. Uh, it's not a fryer. A lefsa cooker. It's almost like a like a a built in skillet. And you, you, you take it, then you flip it. And usually what we do is, you know, you have a whole bunch of them, you butter them up, and that's how you eat it. It's basically a very, very thin potato uh, that you butter up and eat. And we would make a whole bunch of batch of it, and then you freeze it so that come... You have it for a year. <laughs> yeah, you more or less eat it, then you, you bring out a batch of it at every particular holiday. And you throw it down, and you butter it all up, and you sit, and you have a nice your nice little potato pancake. From a distance... It, and pancake is is a fair word, but the, from a distance, tor- it looks like a tortilla. More like a tortilla shell. It well, looks... Right, like a crepe. Like that, yeah, that type of thickness. And and has the thickness and has a lot of properties of like a yeah. flour tortilla. That's it's, what it looks like. If you just saw right. one on a table, you'd be like, oh, well, there's tortillas mm-hmm. here. That's weird. And it's not. It's it, instead of it being a flour tortilla, it's it's pancake or it's, pancake base. It's <laughs> potato base. Yeah. Um, and just has obviously a different, uh, I'll say sweeter overall, uh, sweet, but dry. Uh, that's why you, that's why you butter the hell out of them. Yeah. Man. That's why a lot of people put butter or some kind of sugar on it. Light line of butter I, or, or sugars. I do not like jams. I've tried, uh, my There's wife doesn't mind a little things. bit of jam, but from we're pretty traditional butter. Per- I've tried them with cinnamon sugar or just sugar. I, I don't like it at all which is funny because yeah. i'm i'm a big fan of cinnamon sugar in general on toast things like that i do not like it on lefsa um yeah uh, because of the tools that are required and because of the overall it's like an all-day project to do this mm-hmm. lefsa is not something like oh hey i'm just gonna whip up a batch of no, lefsa. like this is hours this is uh you know one of her one of her uh my favorite listeners out there uh jenny cook uh all her family often makes it uh, they've sent mm-hmm. me some i appreciate mm-hmm. the heck out of it um, yeah, it's it's very family traditional, and as you said, very uh, it's a Norwegian um, uh, item. And even when I went to Norway, though, they then I learned uh, back in 2013, there were there's just different variations of it that they have, and clearly uh, they I believe they, that we've been quite Americanized uh, in what we've done with it, but um, they have different variations to it. And I remember Steve Dodge, I explained it to him once and we were in Utah and he had some like shipped from somebody in Minnesota. No surprise. <laughs> he had it shipped and, uh, we all had it one night and he's like, 
so this is it. This is what you've been talking up. I'm like, it goes hand in hand with memories, Thanksgiving, yep. my family, very Norwegian uh, family as well um, that, I, that I was adopted into. Are you uh, though? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not, I don't think I'm Norwegian, but uh, adopted into. So yeah, there, there's your LEFSA. Uh, L-E-F-S-E is, I believe, the official spelling. Nothing mm-hmm. like Ludafisk that others are talking about, although that is a very... Very well, much more well-known Norwegian, um, you know, entree. Yes. But Lefsa is, yes, it's unique, and I don't expect people to know what it is, but damn, I love it. I it's love tradition, it. and it, it's it's good. Again, we have, uh, whenever I go up north, we have Lefsa. Yeah. It's always, it's brought out of the freezer. Someone sits in, you know, there's there's a stack of probably like 20 of them, and they butter them up, they roll them up. And it's it goes next to like a cheese platter. It goes next. It's like it's just a, a, a finger food that you can grab and just have yourself some lefsa. <laughs> uh, goetta. I don't know what goetta is. Goetta is delicious. Uh, I'm not sure what that is. David John uh, is coming in from Thailand in the afternoon. Hello. Uh, he said, "What happened to Justin Trails? I remember great apples. I, I, Johnny nor I have been there in quite a few years." But uh, Justin Trails hosts two courses on the west side, more on the west side of Wisconsin. Uh, they have two courses that are privately owned and host um, the Justin Trails Open, uh, a big disc golf tournament, and uh, fun courses to play. They still exist. I don't know yeah. if anything's happened, yeah, so yeah. to speak. Well, I don't know if anything's changed, but they do. They still do yearly events. I, I know. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, but, I don't know what he means by what happened to just nothing's happened. <laughs> it's still around growing and thriving, and still having events. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of which, I know I think I even said it last week, but Nigel, uh, Nigel, who you know is is the backbone to uh, Thailand disc golf and yes. uh, the disc golf experience that you have over there. He's actually in California. and He's been here for a few weeks, and he's still here. Which is awesome. I think he's going to be for a few more. He's in California. I think he's visiting places he hasn't been in over twenty years, and so awesome to uh, to have Nigel uh, back in the U.S. where he's originally from and uh, out in California. And safe travels to you, Nigel. I guess is what I'm trying to get at. I hope you have a good, great Thanksgiving here. Well, Terry, right. we, yeah, I'm ready for this giveaway. Is it, what was was what is go? Is it Goetta? Goetta. He's. He, I, I looked at it. It looks disgusting. Um, I'm not saying that it is, but it looks disgusting. Uh, it says it's a meat and grain sausage or mush of German inspiration that is popular in Metro Cincinnati. Uh, it is primarily composed of ground meat, pinhead oats, and spices. Like just the picture they have. Go ahead and not eat any of that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it, it might be delicious, um, but it does not look appetizing. It, uh, the, the pictures on on if you just Google, Google, Google that it, Johnny V brought up here, it it just looks like like you took your the pound of meat you just bought from the grocery store yeah, and chalk. slapped it onto a plate. Wait, that's what it looks like. Yeah, that's what it appears to be, but. Um, but obviously, if that's cooked and there's some grain in there, I'm sure it's probably great. It's probably it probably I is eat delicious. more disgusting things, but yeah, I that that doesn't do it for me. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/SmashboxTV. If you would like to be eligible for our weekly giveaway, um, there's a little bit of change. I think some of our patrons are going to be notified of coming up uh, this probably very very shortly. Um, as far as some of the tier levels that are going to be changing, I've been working with Miles uh, Park Hill about some some. Just a, a little bit of thing. So if you are 
uh, at the one of our top level tiers, please be prepared for an email from us um, or me particularly. And uh, you're going to be notified of some changes coming up real soon. But patreon.com slash smashbox TV for as little as a dollar a week. What? That, just a dollar? Just a dollar. Holla. That is like the cost of like one Starbucks coffee a year. Yeah. You can be eligible for a weekly giveaway. F- close to 52 chances. Because we barely miss these things. Barely. Barely. Get it. Um, you can be eligible. Smashbox on Patreon. There you go. Good save. <laughs> I almost, yeah, I almost didn't mess that up. Um, I was looking at something else and thinking. All right. So, Terry, uh, I'm going to bring up, as we always do, random.org. Yeah, we are. We have 160, I believe, 100, 459 people. Boom. Eligible. I'm sorry, 158. 158. I was wrong. 158 people eligible for our giveaway, Terry. What number should we draw? How many How many generates should I push? Uh, we had two world champions on tonight. Ooh. Seven world titles among them. So seven is the lucky number. <laughs> I'm going to do two. Uh, all right, ready. Uh, the first number is 70. The second number, which is the one that's going to count, Ooh, is boring. 96. 96. How are they sorted? Uh, let me look how I sorted them. I sorted them by email address. By email address. What is... All right, here we go. All right. Nine. Mike, before you ask, Mike says, I'm a $1,000 a month patron. When do I win a giveaway? A thousand dollar a month patron, um, you will win a giveaway every week. Yes, you will. We'll have a special one just for you. Um, all right. So number ninety six guaranteed to win, and then we'll host another giveaway. <laughs> That's right. Sterling McPherson. Sterling McPherson. Sterling McPherson. Uh, active patron. It's like out of uh, what the uh, Michigan area. Yeah, Grand Haven. I'm just guessing if you scroll. Yeah, that's that's Michigan. All right. Congratulations, Sterling. You so are going to you. you are going to get one of these wonderful cold turkey discs. We'll find uh, we're going to find one that uh, suits you as best as we can. But we'll get a cold turkey 17 disc out to you. I think when it was all said and done, we had eight or ten different uh, molds that were uh, produced, including just real quick. This is this is a last moment, last ditch plug for you that you might that you might find useful. I was allowed a very limited run of Halo discs as part of the event as a custom stamped Halo disc, and I didn't bring one in as an example, but I do have Polecats, Sidewinders, and Bosses, and if you want one, you need to reach out to me privately instantly. Uh, because they're probably they'll be gone by the weekend. There's no doubt about that. But um, some people prepaid for them. They're already getting their first dibs, and then whatever is left will be up for regular sale. But if you wanted one, you could reach out to me, and uh, I can make that happen. But you're gonna have to do it in like the next two days or less. So if if you're watching this on Friday, you're probably too late or listening to it. Something like that. Yes. <laughs> Aaron doesn't like it. That that's fine. Aaron doesn't like what he says. Well, I I, I guess I'm I guess I'm uh, projecting because he says specifically. I quote, "Halo plastic is meh." Oh, I'm guessing that means he doesn't like. He's it. like, okay, well, the funny part is I think it's two plastics. I mean, if we're gonna get technical, I think it is probably. I don't think I've ever thrown a Halo disc. Okay. I've got a bunch of the Calvin Halo Destroyers, but I don't believe I've ever actually thrown one. 
Probably best that way. Uh, probably. Uh, I think we're going to see some news and updates from the PDGA real quick. Uh, one of which, though, uh, stated today, uh, update to 2023 tour standards, pro to am reclassification requirements. I'm not going to get into it all, but it is available. Let me put it in the chat just for giggles for you guys. Uh, there's nothing that you know blew my hair back or was crazy about Do it. Do they say if you haven't cashed in like 10 years that you uh, get to automatically go back down I, to I AM? Haven't, I have so, not read all the details. I just know it was released today. Divisional realignment, um, you know, it, revamping, renaming, and realigning. We talked about this uh, uh, three weeks ago when they you know talked about the new naming convention and then adjusting a little bit of the ratings. Uh, things of that nature, but they they had a more detailed uh, update out there today, and then they approved a whole bunch of new discs in the last uh, couple of days, of course, um, they as did. well. So go out and check those out. All right, I don't know if uh, let's wrap this show up, Terry. Uh, I was trying to see if I could get banned on Twitter first. I don't know. Oh, it's not it's not that hard. You can just uh, insult Elon Musk, ah. and he might ban you. I have not been banned from Twitter. I'm having a lot of fun on Twitter. I like me some Twitter. Yeah, I mean all those vulgarities and I know the obscenities you can the, I, get away. I with. can really get I crazy now. Just waiting for those. I can really get crazy. That's 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 me. Uh, Kyle does ask: Will Am Worlds have multiple divisions? There'll still probably be a thousand divisions. Um, I think they're just slightly renaming, or or uh, is codifying the right word? Like really solidifying exactly a new naming convention, and then in general, trying to step away from the terms intermediate, advanced, recreational, just those, those names were, I think they like, they were essentially like misnomers of sorts. They just um, added unclear confusion. You like that? <laughs> I hurt your brain with that one, didn't I? Unclear. Clear. I mean, not only is it confused, you're confused, but it's unclear on the confusion. Is that like a double negative? super clear then uh, <laughs> we are gonna call it we have to thank the mix team mick tonight uh eric mccabe great insight about college disc golf also about emporia state university um look for my application it's i was still just gonna four say years the incentives the scholarships the 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 free the free, you can go there and get free discs can, can he can he redshirt me so i can play for five years <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so awesome information, and we wish him the best of luck in his endeavors. We wish College Disc Golf, honestly, the best of luck in how they continue. I think it's going to be obvious that we will be paying more attention to what's going on in the College Disc Golf scene as it gets more competitive, more serious, more of that that farm system breeding ground. Well, some of them are breeding probably the college students, but um, there's – we're going to definitely pay more attention to that entire uh, ecosystem moving forward. And I think that's very exciting. Uh, and, and EMAC and, and Dynamic Disc right there in the thick of things, along with so many others that have been working for years on it. So uh, excited about that. And then thank you again to Paul McBeth, our six-time world champ. Had plenty of good insights, as he always does. And uh, as he's trying to stay in shape around beating up on eight tiers in, in Florida. <laughs> uh, we wish him the best of luck. You, you got to make, you got to make that McLaren payment somehow. Is it, is it at all discouraging to win a tournament and it not cover your car payment? <laughs> That's assuming he has a car payment that he hasn't paid it off or 
that he's not paid in full already, but um Yes. You beat fifty other fifty one other professionals I mean at an event. And this is no disrespect to the event itself, but just knowing like your car payment, <laughs> you didn't win enough to clear your car. Uh, there are some players playing for gas money. Paul McBeth is paying waiting for, for it to go down. <laughs> Paul McBeth is paying, not paying for car payments with his winnings. Uh, we love disc golf and uh, we, we love, love Paul you guys. McBeth. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. It's been a lot of fun. That's been Smashbox TV's episode Bye. 430. I'm Johnny V. He's Johnny V. I'm Terry Miller. He's, He's Johnny so Terry Miller. Confused. This uh, happy we wish Thanksgiving. You a happy Thanksgiving. And let me just say. I'm extremely thankful for all of our viewers. Every last one of you. Thank you very much. Except for the dick bags. We don't I, have any of those. We don't have any of those. Our viewers don't do that. They're yeah. they're they're netizens of the internet and of the finest standing. We love you. Have a great Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week when you step inside the step inside the Smashbox. Wow. Jesus Miller. I know. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 